Welcome to another episode of the Bighorn Podcast with interesting people and their extraordinary stories. These are our summer editions where we highlight some of the people who work tirelessly to make our experience in the Bighorn community so enjoyable. We always talk about our community being a family, and we hope by having these conversations, we will get more in touch with the people that work so hard to make sure our collective experience is one of excellence. We have all had some very challenging times this season, and we should be very grateful for how our community has adapted to assure that we had a healthy environment and that our community was able to have the best possible experience. Our guests today are Sandy Torino, concierge for the Bighorn community, and Carol Tafaro, executive assistant, office manager, and private jets and car service coordinator. That's quite a title. This is Marty Lockman, and today's episode is brought to you by Leeds & Son Fine Jewelers, a member of our community for over 70 years, and AT&T, who reminds us, it can wait. Please don't drive distracted. I would also like to mention our engineer for all of our episodes for the first two seasons, Jonathan Delaire who has been instrumental in the success of the Bighorn Podcast, helping to produce the professional product that we've been proud to present to you. We chose Sandy and Carol because as you enter our club, they are quite often one of the first people you come in contact with, in person or on the phone. And this sets the tone for your positive experience. So let's get started. First with Carol. And Carol's story starts in Hantramck, Michigan, just outside of Detroit. Carol, thanks for being here today. And I guess we'll start where it started at Bighorn for you. How long ago was that? I am in my 28th year at Bighorn. Wow. And this was way before Hubbard bought the place. And you were with Westinghouse when it first started? Yes. And... Tell us now, as things evolved and, and your career here at, at Bighorn has evolved, kind of explain to people that don't know, what is your role here at Bighorn and what are some of the services that you provide? Well, now that I've moved into the executive offices, I handle a lot of everything. I work with the general manager. I take care of our private planes, our private cars. I also take care of all of the member databases, the rosters you receive every year. And if you have like updates to your addresses or even any, any information that's different, you just let me know. We update it and we keep everything current. I also cover the front desk whenever Sandy has stepped away. You know, Carol, as I read your title, there's an awful lot of duties that you have, and I'm sure that that's evolved over the years. What are some other areas that you were involved in when you first started? When I first started, we didn't have a clubhouse. We were working down on 111, so I was the receptionist. Then I moved up and was the receptionist for our homeowners association. Then I came to the club as the club secretary, and then I went to accounts receivable, and then to this position. I've also worked in the sales office on the weekends helping out. 
I've worked in the old restaurant helping out, and I sometimes help out in the spa. So I've been a lot of places, and I've learned a lot of things. So even though I have a lot of different titles, a lot of the things I do do, I can't even list because people ask me to do things, and I do them. Well, that's sort of the bighorn way. Yes. The other factor is, um, I'm sure that you know where a lot of the skeletons are buried, and I'm not even going to ask those questions during this interview. Okay. How has this year been different, Carol? Because we've really had a lot of challenges, as I mentioned in the introduction. Can you just explain maybe how, how this has had an effect on just the overall operation of, of which you're an integral part? Well, we are trying to make the best with what we have to make sure that the members' needs are met daily, which makes it a little challenging when you have to get mandates from the Riverside County Health Department. But like I said, we are trying to make the best of it. And whatever they say, we do it. But we always keep our members in mind first. Well, and I can speak for those members. As challenging as this has been, you've all done such a terrific job in making our experience really fantastic under some very challenging circumstances. So thank you. Some of the other things I just want to ask you about, especially because of your tenure here, what is your best memory of R.D. Hubbard? Or memories, because it could be multiple. Well, there are a lot. He's done so much for Bighorn. When he took over with his group of investors, it totally changed the way Bighorn was running, I should say. And so everything that he's touched has pretty much turned to gold. He's just made it one of a kind. And that's why there are so many staff members that stay, because he has done so much for this club and so much for the staff that we enjoy being here. It's one big, happy family. And that certainly lends to the longevity of most of the employees. Yes. I mean, the statistics are just unbelievable for this industry, but in any company where people don't stay if they're not being treated well and if they don't like it. And most importantly, as I always say, this is a family. So, I mean, we're all in this together. Correct. And another question I wanted to ask you is, what does a typical day look like for you here, not just this year, but in a normal year at Bighorn? That's hard to say because, like I said, a lot, a lot of things come my way that I take care of that aren't part of my title. Like right now, we are trying to get our 2021 roster ready. So my dailies are going through and making sure all the information is correct, reaching out to members, going back and forth with our marketing girl to make sure that my information is correct so that we can send it to the printer in August. Well, I guess, too, a typical day is never the same for you. That's, never. Yeah. Tell me about any kind of activities and hobbies that you have outside of work. Well, my favorite thing to do is to travel. It's always been something I've loved to do. Last year, I finally took the trip of a lifetime and went to Italy. This year... I don't think we're doing much because there's really no place to go that's safe. And I also love to hang out with my family and my friends to get together. Even during this pandemic, I've been getting together every Friday with friends for dinner. 
I think that's really important during a time like this to stay connected because we're social beings. And again, when we're not connected, I think that that adds to the negative aspect of the experience that we've had to go through. So I'm glad that you are making attempts to keep things as normal as whatever the new normal is. Right. Let me ask you another question. What would you tell, and we ask everybody that's done in one of these podcasts this question, what would you tell the 20-year-old you today if you were going to go back and give some advice? Well, I've been thinking about this for a while. I guess the best thing I would tell myself is, is that if you put in the time and you have the drive, you can achieve your goals in life. And again, Carol, I just want you to know from us how much we appreciate your efforts, your longevity here. We hope there's many more years that you're going to be here and that we're all together on this. And I really appreciate you coming in today and just... Thank you. And now it's time for Sandy. Sandy's story starts, starts in Corpus Christi, Texas. So Sandy... How do you get from Corpus Christi to California? It was a very long journey. And? I grew up in Southern California. Raised in Southern California. Yes. How old were you when you first came to California, Sandy? Two. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're not going to ask you about your memories of that trip. Right. (laughs) So you've been in California. What brought you to Bighorn initially? Initially, I was um, introduced to Bighorn through my friend Jackie Burns. She was up here. I worked at a law firm that she was also at. I was a paralegal. They had a need in the sales office, so met with Carl Cardinale and Jackie and Warren Smith at the time and decided to make the change. And you were here then for a couple of years. Then life took you on a different path, and you went to Arizona? Yeah, I was at uh, Bighorn Properties as their sales coordinator. 2003 is when I started, and then in 2005, I married and moved to Tucson. So seven years later, the, the opportunity opened up, and the timing was perfect for me to return to Bighorn as concierge for our members. And lucky for us. <laughs> lucky for me. Talk to me about what your position as a concierge, what does that mean? What what sort of activities do you oversee? Pretty much everything, I know that, but uh, give us a little outline of that. Well, the concierge desk is typically the first point of contact for member amenities and events. There's a constant interaction with our members and staff. Phone calls, emails, members' business center needs are, are met there. Scans, faxes, printing documents, shipping packages, Reservation requests, uh, event registration, and answering all kinds of questions. Well, I bet. And again, you've heard all the stories, and I made a pact with you not to have you tell all those stories. And this really differs from what a normal concierge does. Yeah. um, At the club, I'm actually catering to the needs of resident club members and not hotel guests from the general public. Bighorn's a private community, as you know, where people live and enjoy daily life. So it often includes their family and friends. As the concierge for Bighorn members, my focus is on our Bighorn events and amenities and and also assisting them with whatever else is needed to make their time at Bighorn an amazing experience. I'm always amazed. How do you remember all the names? Well, it wasn't always very easy. My first year here, um, 
I had a theme song that ran through my head, uh, that song by The Who. <laughs> Who are you? Do, do. <laughs> Constant. Right. Um, so I tried to figure out a way to make it easy. Um, so I started focusing on a particular feature and then linking it to their name, which uh, didn't always work the best. I got some confusion <laughs> for myself. <laughs> Uh, so now I really have found that what I do is I focus on the person when I first meet them and do my best to connect with them. So when I see them again, I'll remember their name a little bit easier. And I, when I'm talking with people on the phone, I always picture their face while I'm talking to them. The same with emailing. I'm always, I always picture the person I'm communicating with. It seems to help. But it's a real skill. How many people do you come in contact with on any given day, do you think? Just a ballpark figure. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's really hard to say. I, You know, we have over 500 members. I would say on a, during the height of season, oh, gosh, and especially during the welcome home party. I mean, we have people constantly because there's a tournament that week following and all kinds of things happening. I would say at least 50 to 100 I'm thinking at least I would think at least. and some of those, although members, you can kind of get into a routine with, mm -hmm. but you also have to interact with guests mm -hmm. you. And again, I've seen it happen. You want to make them feel like they're part of the community as soon as they come in. So I would think that especially during those times, I think you may be underestimating yeah, the number maybe, of people. Yeah, for I sure. don't know. I don't really count. I just do what needs to happen. How has this season been different? We've had a lot of challenges mm -hmm. between COVID and, and the unfortunate passing of Mr. Hubbard. How has this been different for you? It's taken a lot of thought on my part. I chose from the very beginning when things started looking crazy that I was not going to live in fear. So I, I choose faith over fear. It started out beautifully this season, you know, with our wonderful welcome home weekend and the other great events and so much to look forward to. And then in March, literally the night, as you know, of the celebration of the Hubbard's 25th year of leadership, one of our friends got a text that they'd canceled the tennis tournament. After that, everything just just changed. And so it's been a very liquid situation day to day still. I've just done my best to be informed and so that when people have questions, I'm able to ease their concern. And hopefully I've been able to do a little bit of that. Well, I think, too, the expectations when people contact you is that you have all the information. <laughs> so the need to be informed and the need to make sure that you are getting in touch with the people that are making these decisions is paramount. Or at least know who the people are that I can, you know, direct them to. But, um, you know, in the midst of it all, I think the biggest change was losing Mr. Hubbard. That was just so strange that it would happen this season. 2020 will definitely be a year that we'll never forget that Mr. Hubbard's legacy and his uh, the foundation that he's built will, will go on forever. For sure. And we should never forget because none of us would be here. Right. And nothing, none sure. of us would have this lifestyle and this culture mm -hmm. without his leadership. That's for sure. Which is another question that I have. Tell me some of your best memories of of Mr. Hubbard. Oh my goodness. Well, he, as you know, was a man larger than life, a man of few words, but a heart of gold. 
He was always happy when other people were having fun. That made him happy. I loved to hear his laugh. I loved to see him smile. He could also, you know, not smile. <laughs> Never wanted to see that. <laughs> but one of my favorite memories is just spending time with the other five chicks. We have six of us that um, have made trips together, and it all started in Rio Doso. So we met Mr. Hubbard and Mrs. Hubbard there at the races. And the first time that we all got to go into the winner's circle was so cool because it was unexpected, but his horse won. So he brought us all with him and Mrs. Hubbard and... That's one of my favorite memories, I think, is just being in the winner's circle with him. Well, and he's synonymous with the winner's circle. Mm -hmm. So that's a great experience. And these are things that none of us will ever forget. Yeah, for sure. I also ask everybody that's been on these podcasts, what advice would you give the 20-year-old you today? (laughs) Well, I would say pay very close attention. Listen to your parents. They're smarter than you. They lived longer. (laughs) They want only good things for you. Things may happen in life, unexpected challenges, but those came to pass. If you're really looking and paying attention, you'll see the good things that come out of it. Good advice. Another question, Sandy, because so many people see you in a professional setting. What are some of your hobbies or interests and stuff when you're not here at Bighorn? You know, I really love spending time with family and friends that I'm really connected with. We like to spend time with our two-year-old granddaughter, so we're looking forward to doing that very soon. During this time where our hours have changed and I'm not quite as intensely busy, I've actually done some creative cooking. <laughs> I have some hits, some misses. But I've done well, that's the it. creative I've done it. part yeah. of it. And I've all, I also like to, um, I'm into fitness, so I really like to spend as much time as I can outside running or I ran this morning, you know, just going to the gym being around other people that like to do that too. There's the six of us girls that take a trip every year, so we try to do something we haven't all done before. So that's always kind of fun. No trips scheduled so far this year? Not this year, no. But we still get together once a month and by Zoom for a few months. You know, we celebrated a couple of pandemic birthdays (laughs) by Zoom. Well, it's pretty important too, don't you think, that even though we're going through this time, to stay connected. And that's something we'd like everybody to to do more of. And I know that we have to be careful, but don't you think that that's something that we all need to do a better job of is stay connected during this time? Absolutely. I think it's really important to check in with the people that you love, especially, and you can see them if they're able to figure out, you know, FaceTime like my dad is not able to yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we've been able to help text us pictures of himself. You know, we do that. He's got didn't that you have down. a Zoom experience? That... We tried a Zoom experience. It didn't work very well. <laughs> Another challenge. Yeah. Well, Sandy, we never want to take things for granted. And that is especially the people that uh, surround us on the staff here. And you're one of those people that does things that people don't even know. We really appreciate you being here, you being part of our community. I appreciate you coming in today and just taking a couple of minutes to talk to us. Well, thank you, Marty. I appreciate it. I'm very, very grateful to be here. I love Bighorn. I love the members. I love all that it entails. I love just making people happy, seeing people be happy, enjoy their time while they're here. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks to Sandy and Carol for sharing some of their stories, of which I'm sure 
There are many they couldn't tell, but we will be waiting for the book they will be writing when they retire. They both play such an important part of our enjoyment of Bighorn. And as with all of the many people that are part of this community, of which over 40 have been here with us over 20 years, an amazing number, and we should never take them for granted. This is what sets us apart from other communities. Thanks again to Leeds and Sun Fine Jewelers and AT&T for their support in making this podcast available to you. We look forward to being with you for the next broadcast in the near future.